Yo, back at it again. Let's we are go. The Problem Podcast. Where we at? Episode what? We at episode 10. Ep- episode 10. And we got double, a special guest for you. Double digits for you. Ooh, double digits. Today, we got the wonderful Rudy. Rudy, go ahead and introduce yourself to the beautiful people. Hello, Millie Rock on Millie, I'm saying. <laughs> hey. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Special Rudy. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I am from New Jersey. Um, grew up a little bit in New York, New Jersey. You know, that type of flow. Um, yeah. And I met my guys at work. We were like, turned co-workers to friends. So um, I'm just here to be the famous guest. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you guys for uh, inviting me. Of course. of course, of course, of course. You know, it, it's it's like a lot of us on this on the podcast, you know, all came together through um through work and whatnot. And it's like you know, for that type of office office environment, compared to like you know, I guess what happens outside of our office, right? To be a thing, the disparity between the two is ridiculous. You know what I mean? No facts. I. I I, I thank you guys for doing that. Actually, if it wasn't for you guys, we won't be doing this and being able to see each other on weekends. And, and you know, I know we basically live with each other, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. we definitely we spend way yeah. too much time. I don't know if we're all just tired of each other, like, oh, my God, we're going to see each other <laughs> the more time on the weekend. <laughs> but I'm happy that you guys are um, actually, you know, bringing this other side out to each other so we can all know how each other are on the outside of work, you know, and, you know, and put two and two together. So thank you for this. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. So uh, if you guys don't know, Rudy does a lot of things, you know, as an entrepreneur, if one may say, you know what I mean? Uh, you got a lot going on with your DJing. You know, you got your your you're also an agent, if you want to call it that. You know, tell the people about a little, wait, little wait, what goes wait. on in that world. You DJ over here. I didn't know you DJ. That's yeah. Sick. Okay. I DJ a lot too, like EDM, pop. I do all that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So for me, as far as entrepreneurship, I think that should be for all of us. Um. I'm learning more that entrepreneurship you gotta have a lot of discipline. Um, yeah. So for me, I have a lot of dreams and aspirations, and at my age, gonna be 34 this year. I need to start putting those into stop saying dreams, stop saying goals, and actually put it to action, like what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. So that's no matter what. We're, like I always told you, Rich, where we starting at one person watching. This is how it has to start. I don't, yeah. think, you know, it has to start this way. Um, so I have a lot of dreams and aspirations, but I also have a lot of things that. I want to do um, yeah. and I have things that I've done before that I wasn't consistent on doing that I want to go back to doing because I was successful at doing it right with that okay. said uh DJing um DJ just DJing came second nature for me um I love music I love all types of music um I know how to put it together and it's just a um it's a gift I love it um I love seeing people happy and dancing and Anything I can do from, like I said, I did a consigliere the other day. The other day. It's all mm-hmm. music, but if you got sound for music, you know how to put it together. If they got requests, you download the song and you mix it in, you know? Um, uh, I DJ all types of events. I stopped doing clubs so much because um, 
club. Get a little mixy in there sometimes. Watch where you walking, nigga. Hey, what you say, nigga? Watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. Fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's exciting. Um, it just doesn't pay as much as if I go DJ at an Adidas store for two hours. Oh, okay. If I DJ, oh, really? If I DJ at Adidas for three, two hours, I get a thousand dollars. Now, do you have your own? You have all your own material? Yeah. So, okay. um, last summer before, excuse me, wow, last summer, summer before pandemic, right? <laughs> um, I ran on yourself. No. Right? Bruce Rivers, he's the criminal lawyer. Bruce Rivers, he's the criminal lawyer. Bruce Rivers, he's the criminal lawyer. And what he do? And he's gonna react to all the self snitching. Oh. I was crazy. <laughs> I was doing a lot of um, a lot of stories, and that's when I realized. That's when I was like, I want to get out the deep, the the lounge music scene, the DJing scene, because at clubs, as a DJ, you get part of the bar. So you gotta wait till everything ends and you get 10% of the bar. So that's why you hear DJ say, oh, go to the bar, tip my bartender. Because the, ah. the more the DJ gets at the end, because I think DJs might get, depending on the type of DJ you are, most minimum you get as a regular DJ, first time DJ, and you're the first two hours of the party, you probably get like 10% of whatever the bar is. And then other DJs get higher, 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 depending on what that is. And in New York City, that could be some good money. Imagine. So... Yeah. But it's a hassle. New York, it's all everything is politics from anything. Yeah. Whereas as the stores and stuff, is you know that one person who got the inside scoop on how to get into these stores and knows where it's at. You know, I DJ Hugo Boss two summers ago and I charged him fifteen hundred for three hours. They were just like, Yeah. I think about it. If Cogent, if we ask for a party and we go through approval process, I'm gonna charge Cogent four thousand because I know they have it. Hey, you know, so that's what the level of DJ I want to do. I want to get more back into that now that stores are opening back, everything is getting back in the groove. Hopefully, yeah. um, so DJing is my love, like my second nature. I'm yeah, very, like I love DJing. Um, as far as branding with clothes and stuff like that, I like clothes, I like doing stuff like that. I always got ideas. So for me, it's about having not that dream and goal, it's put yeah. in place. Uh, for clothes and stuff like that. Um, uh, agency, I definitely want to go into sports agency. I uh, always love helping people succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and if that's a, I have to realize that's my passion of helping others. That's right. what I to do. So now I'm trying to put it in the right categories. I like sports. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, no, that's easy, yeah. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I don't, that's it. I like sports. I like helping people. Hey, that's a purpose right there. I mean, a lot of people struggle their whole life to find a purpose. And your purpose to help people, that's something. And you already figured it out. There you go, Tone. As an athlete, you know, think about it, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys played sports in high school or even most middle school. All, all me and Tony talk about it. Whole life. Play right? football, all yeah. Life. <laughs> so there you go. Sometimes they're not, we're all, all athletes don't have it all when it comes to education, you know. They actually have enough just to pass to play sports, but they really don't have, by the time we're forcing them to go play everywhere, where is their opportunity to go learn professionalism to close those deals for themselves and all that? So yeah. that's where we come in at as an agent 
to just be able to how we talk to people like cogent to be able to say hey listen my guy is a good player here he's worth this much let me tell you why he's yeah. playing you know whatever it is you know who he is you know who he is, okay? It's KD, okay? There are no off nights, all right? Just stop it. There's no off nights. Off nights compared to KD standard. But off nights overall, there are no off nights for KD. This brother is something special. So, uh, sports agency is something, again, that I dream I want to do because why not? So, I'm mm. really staking them all out. And then I'm trying to, like, make sure I got the time, the energy, and not do everything at once. Right. And, and, and that's a big thing. That's a big thing. You know, I know Tony can also attest to this, that, you know, burnout is a real thing nowadays. You know what I mean? Everybody's trying to get to the bag. And, you know, like you said, I can tell you firsthand, and now Tony can tell you firsthand as well. You know, it, it, it's a grind. You know what I mean? You know it's hard out here for a pimp When you're trying to get the money for the rent With the Cadillac and gas money spent will cause a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. Okay, sing with me. And when you're trying to chase what you want, it's a grind. But, you know, just like you said, when you love it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I spent all day Saturday yesterday editing. You wow. know what I mean? All day. And you know, wow. I, don't regret, I don't regret none of it. Wow. I didn't stop until, like, damn near 12 o'clock. Wow. You know what I mean? How'd that episode so, come along? <laughs> it's, it's already released, baby. Uh, yeah. Check it. Cinco de Mayo episode special. In person, on YouTube right now. Check it live out. From where may not, may not be, co may or may not be coaching. Hello. Where we at? Oh, you want to know where I'm at? <laughs> we outside. Yeah, and a uh, quick shout out to uh, Southwest Airlines. You know. Yeah, shout out Southwest Airlines. Um, Rudy, yeah. you said you're an agent. If you could like maybe give them a ring. I don't know how many levels you got to go through, but like we're trying to be the first podcast ever to be sponsored by by an airline. Okay. <laughs> you guys have a great like like brain. Like you two together, I can see how that. I don't want to ask how that came about. I'm not shocked. Like I get it. It just happened. It was magic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, I gonna, and I know it's going to come because we're going to manifest that. So you guys are going to get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, S Southwest, we're going to keep shouting you out on Twitter. We're going to keep shouting you out on Instagram. We're going to keep shouting you out on the podcast in general until you come knocking. Our DMs are open, man. Yo, just free to come give us go, go to LinkedIn. Go to LinkedIn and find a CEO the marketing person. We could, yeah, we could, That's yeah. Possible. That, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to send him a. I don't know if I want to send him a cogent email. Like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> come look at my podcast where I talk about hairy pussies. <laughs> Crazy. Hit him with the yeah. Hit him with the cogent process with the cogent emails. So through the cogent process. A word. So you pop out with the hey, uh, Steve. Just so you, just in case you didn't know, we recently done a podcast that's released in your area. I don't know if you've been interested in switching podcasts that you listen to in the morning. However, if you like, <laughs> hey, look, 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 look. Hey. Got to use the skills that we got from Cogent into the real world. Yes, sir. That's gotta, the only way it's gonna work. Use it in the deck. Hey, Steve. Just following <laughs> up with you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that line about, you know, middle school porn? Did you hear that line? <laughs> Did you accept my calendar invite, Steve? <laughs> 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 it could be our next, next, 
next guest. Yo, get the COO of Southwest Airlines on this. Yeah, show. man. We <laughs> Yo, the day, the day. No, they're oh active, bro. They're active. They're here. Bro, like, we gotta do it, happen. bro. It has oh to happen. Oh my god. Bro. Oh my gosh, bro. Dude, We're the gonna fact be that so tight with Southwest Airlines. It's gonna be this. Hilarious. It's gonna be ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> and fucking flew out to everywhere. Everywhere Southwest is <laughs> gonna be flying back and forth. You guys should do a segment. Free flights. You guys what? should do a segment of. COOs of Oro Airlines. We're taking, we're taking, we're taking. Uh, what is it called? Polls. <laughs> uh, oh, we're taking, we're taking just any, any offers. <laughs> anybody, preferably Southwest Airlines. Anybody who would like to sponsor us. <laughs> JetBlue, you can go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah, not JetBlue though. JetBlue can definitely stay off the list. <laughs> Mind your business. That's all. Mind your business. Yes, JetBlue goes fine somewhere. No, I, literally, I literally just paid like fifty dollars more for a ticket in for June because I'm going down to Florida to not take JetBlue. I love JetBlue. <sighs> Listen, they fucked me over. I can't. I can't do we it. We can't do it. This this podcast actively bought uh, boycotts JetBlue, just like we actively boycott sixty five market. Just because you know, like when you fuck what one of us, you fuck whoa, 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 whoa! I never boycotted sixty-five market. Don't ever go. No, no. What happened with sixty-five market? Oh my god! They, so JetBlue is sixty-five first. Yeah. Well, Jet, what happened with sixty-five market? What's wrong with sixty-five market? They did. They, 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 they almost. They, first off, they tried to kill my guy Tommy <laughs> Lightning with a fucking meatball, and then, <laughs> and then. They tried to charge Rudy with, for a bag after the fact, like talking about. Oh, they some, wanted you to recharge or charge you. Five yeah, like, like like the bitch said. Oh, like you know, when it wasn't you come the back. I'll just charge you, we were, you know, we the double for the for bag it. you make it, and then that bag. Like no, no, we were paying for it though, right? We were yeah, like, we wanted to pay for it. We, we just like, didn't have yeah. the ten cents it was worth. <laughs> we like, she was like, no, I was gonna charge you double next time. Like, no, you, what? <laughs> what? I asked them. I asked them for cream. Like, you gotta remember my face. <laughs> fucking double the hell out of here! Get the fuck up! That that piss that piss that would piss me. The fuck piss, I'm like you're gonna nah. What? I was like I just won't ever come here again. Yeah, exactly. what the hell you mean? What the hell? You're charge me double? Shut the fuck what? up! What? And you know what the best part is? The gourmet deli that's literally a right instead of oh a left goodness. is way better. Way better. <laughs> and it's and it's the same walk basically. It's the same yes. exact walk. Same. I got one. I got a just as good of a BP sandwich. The fucking uh, salted caramel uh, ice. I got a ice salted caramel latte. Yeah. Whitest drink you can sound. It can sound like I love me some dirty. micro drinks, but bro, that thing fucking slapped. Nice. I got it with almond milk. Oh my goodness. Oh. Oh man. I, I never thought I'd be drinking almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm full. Shout out J Cole. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I just put up all my laundry this morning, baby. Them sheets is fresh. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but nah, so guys, if you guys didn't know, also, we got, we like to be inclusive here on We Are The Problem Podcast, right? We like to get, uh, take all sorts of walks of life and things like that. And not only is Rudy a part of the millennial Gen Z era, but she is also part of the LGBTQ community, right? So, you know, Rudy, Tell them about kind of like your life as, you know, someone who's who's not only a woman in America, who is not only young in a woman in America, who's not a young black and a woman in America, mm-hmm. right? But also part of that community coming up, you know, how what take us through kind of what uh what um, that's like. 
So it's a, I have like a funny story. Uh, now, uh, thank you for asking that. Um, yeah. Are we like, no, there's no rules here, right? Nah. No rules. Nah. We, you, right. If you watch the single to my episode, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> black and white, I fucking hate that community. Ah, heard that. <laughs> um, I don't hate the people. Yeah. I don't hate no one who is whatever is five A B C D E F G. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Why do I hate it? The fact that it's a community for no fucking reason. <laughs> Wait, what's what's the black and white community? What's that? No. Oh, when I say black and white, it's just we're all a community right here. With this yeah. It doesn't need to be an A, B, C, D, E, F, G community. Who are you different from? Mm. Oh. Uh, so you, you're, not a, you're not a fan of labels. Right. The we are, it, she, she's part of the I, we are I'm not a big fan of labels club. either. Yeah, we are, we are all Hate people them. club. Stop yes. putting people in a box, man. You, right. And it's also these labels are making people overthink oh, shit yeah, about themselves. You know, yeah. Confusing. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what a, if you ask me right now, what's a queer? I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. I gotta mm-hmm. Google it. Yeah, wants to trans this. They said now it's trans this and trans that. It's like fucking what is what's going on? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm the LGBT architect. <laughs> L means G means T means. I don't know the Q what's a queer LGBT. I don't even know how if I say it fast. It yeah. Come out right. So um and I don't like I mean, said, like it sounds like a spell. Like it sounds like some people we all like some people we all love people. So yeah. sometimes we have a kid's like I want to be a part of that community. They don't even know why. Mm. They just want to be a part of the community. And it's like no, it's just people. Those are people. We're people too. They right. just their lives. Well, it's a it's a you played sports. You should you. It's kind of just like that. It's, there you go. But it, it's it's people want to be a part of a group. People have similar thinking. So that's the that's the part where yeah I get it you want to be inclusive in a group, but it's also a, a group where they feel safe. It's up to you to reach out to be that friend who comes along. When you make a friend, you make a difference. Friendship, pass it on. A message from the foundation for a better life. Uh, you know, a lot of this, a lot of these places, uh, the LGBTQ community doesn't feel safe. Why? So why? Yeah, I feel safe around you people. Like, what's I, the, people? yeah, but I'm as straight as can be. Uh, rich is as straight as can be. You feel safe around us because, well, we're not predatory people. But there are a lot of predatory people out there. A lot of people that. There's they, racism they, too, though. Oh yeah, there, I mean, I'm not saying that there's no, not no. any of that. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, what you know. I mean. I feel like it's an excuse. It's, it, the same way there's racism is no matter how you can put it, it's never going to erase because there's just people out there like that. You cannot, there are, yeah, you can't avoid them. People, you can't do that. Just don't. So I, I, I guess, I guess, I guess what is, what's, what's, what the middle ground here is, is that I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I'm thinking about it like this, as I hear Rudy kind of say what it is, you know, the, the people are people approach, right? It's like, why try to put yourself in these in these groups and then try to, you know, basically at the end of the day, differentiate yourself from people and then tell people why they should appreciate you for these, you know, differentiations you're giving yourself. 
um, rather than basically just saying we're all brothers and sisters under one God and, you know, that's how it rocks. And maybe you live your life like that and that's how you live. And Tony's at the same time saying that, you know, it's all cool and, and dandy to make the group because maybe sometimes that's what you need to get through those type of times, you know, People that are young and trying to figure out that part of themselves maybe need somebody else to have as sort of a mentor, you know, an older Rudy, possibly if you are part of that community, community to tell, you know, to guide them on how, on how to, you know, go about life. Yeah, and let's what they let's break it for. down to uh, let's down. break it down to high school shit, like high school. Um, Yo, get, high school people no, go into their clips. Get out of my head! Get out of my head! Get out of my head! Look, oh my <laughs> God, I was gonna be like, yo. It's high school. You're new. <laughs> yeah, but if you break it down, if you crazy. break it down to high school, you got your little cliques. You have yeah. you know, the goth kids, the sports kids, yeah. the baseball kids, yeah. you have everything. You have the emo kids. You have everything you're going on right now. You have everyone in their own clique because those are the people that they feel comfortable with. Yeah. And that's just when you branch it out to the real world. That's kind of the community that has grew up. And now I have. I'm in a community. I'm Steeler fans. You know, me and Rich yeah. fall into that. You know, we we bond because we have a similar. My dad is in your community too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, there's that. There's <laughs> Shout out to your pops, baby. Black and yellow, black and yellow. All I do is fucking win. Yeah. Yeah. He's a community. He's definitely still his community, for sure. For sure. You were saying, Tony? No, that's it. I and mean, that's pretty much it. It's yeah, just all it is. I agree. People I find agree. their clicks and people that think similar. I agree similarly. with Tony like that. Um. I 100% agree with Tony. I, I love the, using that high school thing approach because you're yeah. sitting here, you're new to this group, you have yeah. food, and you're flicking. <laughs> Looking around, yeah. Around, like, who can, who you I? get released into the world at the <laughs> high school. And so Tom, like, maybe that's, maybe maybe when we go back to that, maybe that's where we can drill down on how I started with those and maybe why my mind is like this because. I didn't grow up around LGBTQ people. Right. Yeah. All of my right. friends. Neither did I. All of my friends to this day is like you guys. I mean, from white, black, Spanish. I grew up in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's very diverse. Right. And so, I was the only <laughs> like that. But even in high school, I wasn't really worried about like dating and stuff in high school. I think I was really focused on just sports. <laughs> Grinding, yeah, drunk, having fun, yeah. Yeah, sneaking liquor, like doing yeah. the kid stuff. And yeah, when I got probably like junior year high school, you know, it's you know, it started like, oh, oh, okay, I'm looking at yeah, looking <laughs> yeah. at butts, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I see what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I can look at a guy and say he's handsome. And what I used to do in school, everyone, everyone, so I was popular in school. Like I said, I used to do big parties with like 300, 400 people. Yeah. So literally, um, like. <laughs> Yeah, Tony went full blinking guy meme just now. That was no, no, no big deal. Yeah, I got a lot of three hundred four people at the crib, you know, rolling up. Yeah, to this day, right? Acts, acts to this day. I hook like so many people now are probably still together from me hooking them up in high school days and stuff. They used to always, you know. So now it's funny when the guy like from back then would seem like, Yo, Rudy, where the girls at? Because everyone knows I was that type. Like. You would go really well with my friend. He's cute. He's handsome. Yeah. You have a nice personality. I'm gonna hook y'all up. Like I was. Uh-huh. Rudy's a little cupid, you know. <laughs> right. A little, a little so, matchmaker over here. Right. That's so, hilarious. Maybe just going back to tone using that analogy, I'm starting to think like maybe that's what I had friends who was. We. It just, Anybody. Then I got to college, and then yeah. you know I played sports in college. You know that's what got me through, and so. A lot of it for me is I grew up around, I guess, back to tone, no one judged me. 
I was, yeah. I was blessed to be who I am and gravitate those people to me. Yeah, but mm -hmm. not everyone's not everyone's blessed like you though. There you go. So yeah. now, you go. if I put myself in someone else's shoes, I think running to that community is more. You're not even fixing what your real issue is. So when you come out of that community, you're still like, oh, he's a homo. So I don't. He doesn't like me. You know how many homosexuals and da 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 I came across shook my hand and never showed me that they were homosexual, but probably to you they did. You probably mm. did something to make them. You gotta remember, whoever makes you uncomfortable, are you making them uncomfortable? Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. It'd be weird, like a guy <laughs> approaching you and you're like confused if it's a guy or girl. You guys are gonna, you're not trying to do it on purpose. You're gonna be like, uh, it's new for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's all it is, though. It is just new. It's a, it's a misunderstanding, and it's it's confusing for a lot of people because we don't we don't understand, and that's all it is. A lot of it is just ignorance. Yeah, that, that and you know what, Tony? That 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 I would say that's the that's the cap to the to that type of topic. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of a lot of what's going on, and a lot of how people are being treated and whatnot, and why people feel the need to run to certain communities, things like that, to feel safe even, is because of just that ignorance. You know, <clears throat> a lot of what Rudy was talking about when she was talking about kind of why she strays away from that, you know, kind of community thought when she thinks about you know that part of her. I I thought about the Black Lives matter movement and how like you know when that was going on i too felt like you know i could, if you look at you know some of my facebook posts i too was you know at a certain point i like to try to stay off on social media but saying that you know look me as a you know as a young black man you know if i'm out and i get stopped by the police and i gotta worry about you know getting shot while just trying to reach my fucking wallet then that's a problem you know what i mean like this is a problem yeah, see, Rudy, and, and, your world works if and, everyone loves each other. Like that, right. that works. But not a, there's a lot of hatred out there, and that's what, right? Is, it's a poison to these communities. You know, that's what right. makes people scared. There's there's a reason people are scared. Agreed. They went through high school Something because happened. they bullied them. They went through, you know, you walk on the street, people are cat calling women. Like there, there's a lot of, and you know, a lot of it falls on me. You know, because I'm a white man. Mm -hmm. My fucking demographic is the worst of them all. And that's just how it is. Nah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess what it all, what it all, what I'm all kind of really trying to bring it all into, on top of what Tony's saying is, is that, you know, what it, what that whole Black Lives Matter development, development went into, well, at least wind up evolving into, is some sort of organization that was trying to stand for all Black people, right? And wind up doing a whole bunch of stuff that, like, just like Rudy, I go, yo, like, y'all doing too much. Like, at this point, you're not speaking for me anymore. At this point, you're trying to run a business. You guys are, you know, trying to use this fucking moniker to, you know, show up on TV to get your 15 minutes of fame, it seemed like. You know what I mean? Definitely agree. I 100% agree. I was not a fan. I hate it. I'm happy this we have no chill on here. I hated that Black Lives Matter bullshit. It yeah, like... made me feel like now I'm being looked at more. Right. It's like, oh, you, you know, you support that because, you know, now exactly you're you support it because you're black. It it's came like, to a point, black people was like, all lives don't matter. What the fuck? What? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people it, going. It's, it's, it's not all lives. You're not black. What? Yeah, it, it started getting wild, and that's well, what, it, it and that's what that community. Well, stuff it was, was it was more of it was it was more it was more of a all lives don't matter until black lives matter, and that's. Mm. Why.
That's a fact, say a lot of for the bitches in the back, hey. We're saying. Say a lot for the homies in the back, baby. Because <laughs> that's what it is. If the, the, A lot of police just don't give a fuck. That's a lot of it. They just don't give a fuck. They'll, they'll kill a person just because he's black, but they'll save a motherfucker's life because he's white. And there's white cop, but you gotta remember, if there's white cops, that's also good. It's not fair. Oh, I'm not. I know, but I'm not saying that every single person is a bad person. I'm yeah. just saying there's a little bit of there's. But in a profession where your for people's lives are at stake, it has yes, to sir. be held at a higher accountability. Great. Plan B. This is for everyone you've killed, England murderer. Hold your fire. This man isn't black. What? It's Commander Trump! How do you feel how realistic that is? It's very realistic. You should take everyone's life and they should be equal lives. They should not be, uh, they shouldn't be, you shouldn't see someone and feel more threatened because they're scared because of a skin color. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You should be, you should be fucking, you should be more equipped to handle every, or handle those situations. And if that goes down to training, that goes down to training. That it, it, no matter what, the system is systematically it's flawed. It's terribly flawed. People who are cops are usually people who abuse their wives or, you know, as numbers go. I'm not saying that everyone is. No, I'm because I have I have family that are police as well. And mm -hmm. I'll trust my cousin with his with my life because he's a fucking good person. He has good morals. Mm -hmm. Not everyone shares those same morals that my right. cousin does. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, sorry, no. Rich. Um, I guess that brings us into our into our first topic today, and that is exactly what Tony's talking about here. Um, there was a, a teen um, in Buffalo the other day, just the other day, shot up 10 people in this supermarket in Buffalo, and he was dressed in heavily armed uh, uh, a body armor, and he was dressed in army camo with assault rifles, like above average weaponry. And tell me why it says 10 people dead, racially motivated hate crime, right? 50 shots outside and inside the market. And then the next paragraph starts with an 18 year old male suspect is in custody. Custody? <laughs> custody? Y'all put this fucker in custody? I bet he didn't have a fucking scratch on him. Custody. I bet you they did their job with him. I don't know, but so with that, I'll let Rudy, you was about to say something before I got into the topic and just, you know, kind no. of ride in that wave, Rudy, I'll let you start us off. What, you know, what we were about to say. And then also with that, how do you feel about the topic? You know, uh, you know, one of these, though, that type of topic, I think um, at this point, as people, we got to stop relying on them to change it. And we just got to do our best to try to change. And that's dealing with it. So like you said, uh, Rich, you said as a black man, I shouldn't be worried about driving right by a cop. I should be feeling good. I should feel safe. I shouldn't feel like, oh shit, I might get pulled over because I'm black, right? And goes back to tone saying, I'm a white man and I'm a good guy and I gotta fucking deal with this because my people are fucking tripping the fuck out, right? And so, I look at that to say, you know, generations upon generations, um, those white people that did help a little bit, those good white people is the reasons why today we're able to go in the same job as Tony today, mm -hmm. right? So That's a fact. 
a lot did change. I'm so blessed to be right here because we won't be able to even get a car, Rich. Forget Thank about, you, God. Forget about driving by. We won't be able to do a podcast right now. We won't be able to at least try to make money right now. God is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a grateful person. I'm more like, all right, we know this is what it is. We know the system is not going to change. It's just never <laughs> it. The system got better. I think, like Tone said, it's realistic because we can actually hire the right people. But is it going to happen? At this point, I'm more like, it's not going to happen. So what am I going to do for myself as a human being throughout the years of my life, livelihood living, is surrounding myself in better communities as far as where to live and surrounding myself with better people to at least have my life as close as possible not to be a rich driving by. He should be feeling good in that little community. Well, now maybe if we go to the, over to another community, he might feel different, but at least you can feel something different. I can go to the store without you know worrying saying? about it. Mm-hmm. So tightening up, making it better, I think is very doable to actually do. We cannot control what the government and what the rig system is, because the system, I think, will always in our lives to this day. It didn't change when our parents. It's going to always be rigged. Can it get better, like Tom said? Heck yeah. Is Heck it yeah. better to the point they're never going to pull over a black man and judge him? I don't think that's never going to happen. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. It's just because our soul has been raised on that way. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what they know. I'm just grateful for those who said, you know what, you're just like me. I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. Right. I'm like, you know, when those white people was helping us back then, they got their ass with. They couldn't help right. us. But they was willing to go down for us. Right. So, Shout out to y'all, bro. Shout out to all the white chocolates of the world right, the past right, in history. I fuck with savages. You a fuck boy. You can't hang. You can find me posted up on Frank Block with my fucking gang. <laughs> let's go. Let's go north side. <laughs> Facts, you know. So I love, um, I love the topic because it's one of those. What can we do? And uh, if all of us one speaks and try to do it all, we can't change what the heck they doing up there. But we can for sure change, try to change it inch by inch, starting from the bottom up. But the topic is a very sensitive topic. And I think um, us as people, we just look at each other as people. I don't know how people even see color. Like, I see personalities and and, and souls. And I don't, like, you were not knocking on your mom's and your dad. Like, listen, don't make me white. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Don't bring me in this world of different colors. I yeah. came out green. Like, what the fuck? He's green. Yeah. He's not good. Like, what? No, but if I did come out black, my dad probably have a couple questions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, that mailman. <laughs> now we know. What's going now on? we know why that mailman passed my like, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Not mine, but no. no, no. Oh, shit. But it's a fun topic because there's um, it's so much we can learn from from it. But um, overall, like Tone said, those fart, those fucks, we're not gonna get them. Those guys are always gonna be in there, in there until they weed out, until they, you know, those are the guys, Tony, who ever never gonna do their jobs because that's what they only get away with at their job. But I bet you that type of person, like Tony said, they're out there beating their wives anyway. <laughs> so. And what, what it comes down to is that it's not even, I mean, I think it goes beyond color, to be honest with you. I think it goes to the class, like class. Mm-hmm. You have rich and poor, and I feel like the rich are doing everything in their power to keep the poor poor. 
Right. And how they do that, and you know, you have to fuck it. If you want to be successful, you got to go at it a hundred percent. You, you got to go, go at it a hundred percent, and you got to not like. I don't know. It's just that's all it is. It's what it goes down comes down to in my in my mind. I think it's. I like the rich, the rich poor thing too. Um, like I like how you said that, like the rich and poor, and I try to like put myself in rich shoes, and then being middle class. You know, poor. I don't know if we're as middle class be saying we're poor because we can't do as much as the rich could do. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying poor like those guys who's outside looking for a sandwich, or poor like. I can only be mediocre life because you guys are being greedy and have it all. Um, but I, I used to do like uh, Ubers after work and stuff, and I would drive people. I would just pick them up, and I, oh, you know, we guys we sell people, so we know we're not gonna sit in that freaking car and just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting to know people. I'm talking <laughs> people from other countries. I'm not gonna yeah. say U.S. from other countries. I would pick them up from bars or wherever they was going and I'll ask where they're from and why they came to America. I always love that question. Like, why the freak are you here? Did you leave your apple of Eve? All, <laughs> all fruits, everything's good. Like sugar, spice, and everything nice. Why are you coming here to this stressful world? And so one thing they did say is America, you can do whatever you want. I could come in here and work my ass over and become rich. So when Tone was saying that with the rich and poor, sometimes, and you know me, I like to try to look in the mirror one more time. I'm like, I can be that rich person. And I wonder if we're missing how much they do give back and we just don't see because there's so much people like us where we don't feel that effect. And so, if we can become those rich people, we those people you're talking about, we can actually become if we want to in America. That's mm-hmm. the good part about America where nowhere else is impossible. <clears throat> it's just like, you can't even get on that level. Like, you is impossible. Like, you're in this poverty. Like, they look at it like, are you kidding me? This is land of freedom. Like, they're free out here. And I'm like, wow, I think of, I started looking at America a bit more better that way. Because technically, us three, us four, five, we can get in a rich category on our own without saying no one can stop us. And it's realistic here. Like, mm. can become rich here. So, I don't know. I like looking at rich poor where it's like, it's up to me to become rich and take that accountability and say, I need to do more of myself. Or yeah. am I just mad at these mother efforts because they're freaking rich and not giving me no fucking money? <laughs> Like, right? So I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, so I. What do you guys think about that? I, I think I think that's that like, I think that that's a great way to segue into the next topic here, and that's these landlords. Now, landlords. Tell me about a rich. You know, landlords ass, own yeah. landlords own obviously the land. If you listen to the damn semantics, and uh, you know, they out here jacking up these rent prices, right? Obviously, with the housing market and whatnot. And, you know, it's leading to a lot of people trying to find new places to live. Some people can't, you know, we got a coworker right now in that exact situation, things are going up and, you know, he can't afford to be in there no more. And so he's got to find somewhere else to be by like June, I think, or something like that. So it's like, you know, it's crazy out here. So, you know, I guess, I, I guess talking about the rich and poor, you know, they have the power to basically say, hey, it's either you pay me this amount of money, or you find somewhere else to live. 
right? So I guess Rudy, I, you know, since you're already going, I'm not going to stop your train. What what's uh, what's your what's your mindset on that? Um, I think back to Tone when Tone tells about who people are, you can't control that. Mm. It's just in them. And you're gonna get someone who's just not a good person and their landlord. They get a good job and they own shit, but people all people are not good people. Um, so I do uh, you know, if I'm a landlord and they up in my freaking more like they up in my taxes, I'm gonna have to up my rent. That's just facts. Mm -hmm. No more. The government is doing <clears throat> gotta trinkle down. Who's it trinkle down on us? Was on trinkle down on us? Why? Because we the ones that don't own shit. It's our fault. We should right. own something so we don't have to have this fucking problem. But we don't own nothing, so we gotta go through someone else's shit. Right? A lot of it comes down to not knowing what to do. No one, you can't just become rich because not a lot of people know how to become rich. No mm -hmm. one's taught that discipline. Mm -hmm. uh, no one's given that handout. That's why the rich stay rich is because they're given handouts. They're saying, hey, you can go to school. You can also go to school for free. <laughs> Me, I go to school. I have to fucking, I'm, uh, I'm $137,000 in debt. Don't get yourself started on student loans, yeah, don't get me started on student loans. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, man. Sorry. I'm saving yeah, you I from got, yourself. I got, I got carried away. But yeah, back to landlords. <laughs> I, so I don't have a problem. Not, just guidance in general? Yeah, I feel you. Just in guidance. Mm -hmm. But I can't really talk bad about landlords, mind when I hear When I hear rich people talk, <laughs> yeah, back to landlords. When I hear rich people talk, though, they go through these mistakes. They go through these trials. They go through these errors. They just got to keep, they keep figuring out. They fail too. When I hear rich people make it, except for the, except for the son who was just born rich, I can't. Yeah. You can't do nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. Pops was Jeff Bezos. And was like, oh. <laughs> I had some hardship in my life, guys. Okay. Oh no, my yacht only. Happy birthday, bitch. So you just gonna bring me a birthday gift on my birthday to my birthday party on my birthday with a birthday gift? Happy birthday. That <laughs> part. <laughs> I only had three Benzes. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that part. I get, but yeah, I, I get where you're going on. We can definitely say that for another one because I know we're on the topic of rent and stuff. Um, So yeah, landlords, I get it. I think it's how you speak to people and how you demand things. And there's nothing wrong with feeling, I never thought it was anything wrong with feeling away because you could be feeling it right now with a smiley face and could really be sad. So that's why I don't judge people. Yeah. But the way you give it to me, that's the only way I can take it. Right. <laughs> like, even without me assuming. So I had a little issue with my landlord freaking this morning, um, today. And it was all about how you speak to people. Mm -hmm. And not to cut you off tone, I mean, not cut you off, not to say, feel like being this race thing, but on top of that, you're also a black man and you're talking down. Mm. to your own rate I mean own same black woman on top of you talk like that to everybody so I know it's not even black I, I hear you you talk like that and it's like where you get that from type thing yeah and so um I don't know if you guys got time for a little story I like to see if I was wrong in the situation do you have time for a little story is yeah, a real question be, mine's gonna be quick you guys know I talk fast um All right. so that's that New York in you right so she ain't from Brooklyn <laughs> she ain't even no Brooklyn though. <laughs> yo, yo, you from Brooklyn? T-shirts coming soon, man. Yeah, get it. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Now, so basically, um, this parking around here, yeah. totally, hundred percent. But last night I got home at five in the morning because I had a funeral. I had to go. We had a repass. It was a lot. It's family time. 
Yeah. Um, so I got home like five in the morning. So I'm driving around, driving around, and there's no parking. Mm. So my landlord has two driveways. He only has one car. Just gonna let you know that. Mm-hmm. Two driveways next to each other, one car. Mm. So normally when it's like that, I'll park somewhere like front hydrant or whatever, whatever, real quick. And I'll say to myself, I'll get up early to move it. But this time, even those parkings was taken. Like, cause some people mm. same thing. Most of the times when I'm parking elsewhere around or whatever, I'm getting a ticket. So I said to myself, you know what? At the end of the day, in front of this driveway is always open. I'd rather get a ticket right here than walk somewhere and my car is gone, whatever. I know right. I'm getting tickets on purpose. That's what I said to myself. This right. For two ago. So I said to myself, there's no more parking because I'm tired of seeing a ticket and I pay rent and I live and you have two parking spots and you don't even offer as an older man, to a man to woman, forget about your color. As a man to a woman, you don't even offer, hey, I'm not in any of these parking spots. I got one thing you can park, but it's fine. Cause you don't have to, it's your land. You yeah. own it, you don't have to, right? Yeah. So this morning was one of those mornings where, and before, normally he'll not call my phone, knock on the door, I'll come down, move the car. When we say a word, that's just how to have to go. So this morning it happened again around 10. I remember I got home at five, didn't hear his calls, had to come knock, got up, was coming. I guess this time he has to say something. <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. Hey, he's this big fire guy. Fire, he's a firefighter. Oh, a black rock. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, jeez. He's worse. Rudy got two of them. At That's least, crazy. At least, at least Rob is smart. Imagine <laughs> Rob. So, so anyway, so anyway, um, he goes, hey, you know, um, you know, when I come, it's really a little difficult because, you know, I have to call and when you don't answer, I have to come out my car and come knock on your door to get you to move. I want you guys to remember one part. He has two driveways. One is open that he doesn't, I don't have to move, just so you guys know. Okay? There's no other one. There's two. There's one that I'm blocking and there's one right next to me that you can just go in. Okay? Yeah. So not him though. I can't speak for him. So I go. Right. Yeah, I just want to let you know the reason why I'm parking here is only because of you know there's no parking. I don't want to get a ticket. Get my car towed. I know my car is at. So I'm just gonna park here and this and that. He goes, yeah. But in July, I just want to let you know that you'll have the option to have the driveway. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why are you saying option? Yeah, exactly. Like, like why are you saying option? Yeah. And he's like, because, um, you know, I'm like, are you saying option because it's going to cost me more? He's like, I'm going to be charging 125 a month. I'm like, I won't pay that when there's parking here. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to pay you 125. Like, what the fuck? So I know how to type this guy is. He looks at my car. He looks at how I dress. He, he's judging me. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. You mm-hmm. judge me. Yeah. So anyway, um, I go, okay, well, that... I won't be in doing. I said, the only reason I park here, and this is me repeating myself, is because if there's no parking, this and that. So he's going behind me. He's like, well, um, 
Uh, I, I said to him, I'm sorry, guys. I said to him, so where would you like for me to park when there's no park? Right. He goes, your car in the street has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I said exactly why I'm going to park here in the street and you're going to have to call me to move my car. Oh! Right? <laughs> so he goes, look, I own this land. Not the street. <laughs> I said exactly. So if you have a problem with my car, if you don't have, if you have a problem calling me to move my car, you can call the tow trucks. <laughs> Best bet. You have to call the tow trucks. And guess what happens when you have to call the? I didn't say this, but guess what happens when you have to call the tow truck? You have to wait even longer when you could have knocked on my door to move my car. <laughs> We're gonna wait together, and before the tow truck gets here, I'm probably gonna move my car anyway. Exactly. Whatever. We can call the tow truck. Then. Call the tow truck on me if you have a problem. Right. Because we're arguing at the same time, the driveways, the other driveways, but I don't, I don't care at this point. We're not even arguing because what I'm doing is repeating myself. You know me by this time, Rich. Yeah. I'm just repeating myself. Yeah. I said, if you're going to have a problem, I, I said, I live here. So if I'm going to park my car in front of the spot I rent, whether or not you like it or not, there's no parking around here. You have a whole nother driveway. You can park there. Yeah. Right? So he dribbles out his mouth like, so in July, you just won't have to, we won't be here in July. I said, I don't give a fuck. And I moved my car. So now, professionally, you can that. I don't see, you're, you're a grown man and you're like complaining like a big baby. And he did this before. So basically this is like an ongoing thing for him as he brings upon situations on himself when I'm just more like you're the landlord and don't know how to be one. So long story short is I was asking, am I wrong for doing what I did? I'll let Tony go first. Um, I've been I've been headlining a lot of these. I'll let Tony take it. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough position to be in. I mean, you just want to park your car. I mean, if there's an opening, <laughs> if there's an open spot for a place that you park that you pay for, I don't see an issue with parking in that parking spot, especially if he already has a parking spot. He just greedy and wants more money from you. That's all it is. And uh, uh, greedy is perfect and wants to feel empowered. I think this is his, I think he came from probably nothing. And like, this might be his first house. So I think he thinks it's like almighty power to fill this I own two driveways. Like he feels, I don't know, but so you pay for that apartment, right? Yes. I already, I already pay for the part, the, the, the driveway. No, it's a part no. of the apartment though. No. That's, that's how it you should sound be. Like, you sound like my brother. He's like, wait, what? I was like, no, no. He said this part that he doesn't, <clears throat> he can't park here. So, okay. Which he is wants to give you, wants to pay more money for it. That's but, all it is. Which is fine, it's fucking, no, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's all it is. It's fucking stupid. Now, yeah, now, I'm, like, now I'm thinking about it. Like yeah. the apartment, the driveway is a part of the apartment. I'm paying for the apartment. I'm paying for the building. I'm paying for where I live. It's, I should be able to pay for the parking spot. That fucker's stupid though. That, that's stupid. That's yeah. ridiculous. You guys see that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the truck. Oh yeah, he got a whole, <laughs> that's a whole He's separate a area, bro. But right next to him is his other driveway. Right next to it. That's a whole separate area. Sorry. Right here, this is the other driveway. Where this black car is at is the other driveway. Where I parked was right behind, right in front of this light blue car. So he could have pulled into his second driveway if there was a biggest problem. Yeah. He told me to move my car to put his driveway in his first driveway. <laughs> 
and he's a he's an older man. This is not like a young kid where you're like, he's so young doing this young. No, this is like a grown man with three kids and don't know how to even. I don't want to talk about that. That's crazy. You can't be. But then again, you can't block the man from getting into his own driveway. That's it. But if he has two driveways, thank you. But listen, no, there's no issue. Tone, you can't block someone at all. I agree. I rent here. There's nowhere for me to park. So I'm willing to take a chance to get my car, whatever ticket, tow, whatever, or know the person who got to park here to. At least who has my number? If I'm not answering, you can do a knock. If the knock is too, you're too big, lazy, fat to knock because you have two parking lot spots, and there's a problem with you knocking me coming down and moving my car. Then I don't know what else to tell you because I told you I'm no longer. I'm moving to put my car in the middle of the street. There's nowhere to park, so I stay here. It's like being in New York. If I can see my, if there's no parking and I can see my car out of my window, I'm gonna park in front of the hydrant. Because at this point, I don't have a choice. I'm in New York. Fuck it. Let me make sure I can at least have my car in, in, in sight. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that I'm even moved enough to make sure you can go in your other driveway. Again, like Tone said, you can't park a man's drive. Whether he want to be in his driveway number one or number two, I agree with that. So at this point, I was willing to take the chance to say, well, damn, get a ticket, get a towed, or call me. That's a higher chance for me. Cause I live over there. It's a higher chance for me to get something rather than having my car missing. I don't know what happened. Yeah, when it comes down to it, you're just trying to park your car. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. I, man's, I, I, man's just making your life difficult. He just while he, he's, he's being extra. This is this is this is the topic of being extra. And as Chris once said, wise man Chris once said, anybody who's extra in anything isn't good. <laughs> I disagree. None I'm extra that. in everything. Nah, but I agree with you on that. I, I, that's, a, that's a good way. Not not even good, but extra bringing things, like negative things upon. Yeah. Or I, I, I can see that. I honestly could see what he's saying with that. Like I, like, I can like mac and cheese, but if I, like, make a shrine of it in my room, that's a lot, you know? Like, like nobody likes it that much, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I guess with that, Rudy, you know, I want to thank you for coming on. I know you yes. said you, we had a thank hard you, stop you, at you. one. My guys. I had um, a- you know, anything you want to say to the people, let them know about, to look you up on, you know, shout out your Instagram, anything like that? Yo, Tone, I'm sorry. I have to say this on the side. When we were walking at work, you're like, I love how Rich Bowles is ours. <laughs> <laughs> I've told him that too, though. It's sick. It was like, it goes with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> It just, it Perfect. just so natural. That. Like, it's awesome. That is the rich, that is the rich thing. You gotta like do something with like a logo and like do something with your R in your name. I put it, I, I, I blame that on my mom. You gotta add like three R's to rich. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, no, I just want to say thank you again. Um, I appreciate you guys um, for, you know, just voice, allow, allow me to voice my opinion on things, not taking it personal and actually just, just you know, make, a lot of people probably learn from this. We had all different opinions and all different agreed at one bottom line and that be good to people, be kind to people and, and treat people how you want to be treated. Of course. Uh, and if you do that, you come across one person that does that, try to do your best way to stand st- stern into who you are yeah. and, um, and just move on to a, a, around people who are just like you rather than looking at that and running away from it and saying, I got to go into another community of people who like me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're all different shapes, sizes, colors. Let's just treat each other as good as possible because we're all going against the higher ups, like Tone said. And we need to stick together because if we stick together rather than trying to be the higher ups, I think we'll be a much better uh, country and community as one overall. And I just want to thank you guys for this platform to allow me to voice, you know, my opinion on a lot of things of course man. thank you for coming along we we really appreciated having somebody on the on the podcast and you being yeah. the first one it's an honor i appreciate yeah. you guys definitely and 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 rudy just to you know i'm, I'm gonna say this last thing and then i'm gonna let you go of course. um to hear you say what you said is a great thing because you know if you look at it even episode one from episode one we've been saying the same thing and that's and that's we made this podcast to be a platform for people who you know feel like basically at the end of the day that they're not heard as, as part of this generation right a lot of things that we talked about today are some things that i'm sure you were thinking about for a while and you know to be able to have a place where you can voice that opinion and it can touch millions and or, or thousands and whatever whoever it touches you know if they hear your words and they go you know rudy said this and you know that really kind of altered the way i thought about that or you know tony said that and that really kind of you know gave me a little perspective about what i do and you know or somebody that may be part of that you know let's say lgbtq let's not even say maybe community but as part of that you know sort of spectrum mm-hmm. of things to be as who you are right hearing you goes you know what like i never really thought about it like you know like maybe i don't have to maybe i'll go sit at that table tomorrow and see what they're all talking about or whatever and maybe i'll like it you know what i mean and that way we can get more of a melting pot of communities in general and be one you know what i mean i we made this platform to be one mm. anybody can come on say how they feel about society say how they feel about you know life in general what makes them happy and maybe that'll that'll inspire somebody else Right, because we all at the end of the day are coming from whatever our version of block one is, and we're all just trying to make it, man. We just trying to be great. <laughs> we just trying to be great. Yeah. No, that's a fact. I thank you guys so much for this. Thank you. Of course. Of thank course. you. With that, guys, we are the Problem Podcast, episode 10, 10, double digits. Wow. We're a kid thinking that getting grown, yo. Just because we got two digits on the fucking name. We out here. We're hype. We're big yeah, as fuck. Getting older, man. <laughs> I'm proud Yo, of Keep it going. End Card Club, thank you for coming. You're all beautiful people. We're signing off. Guys, follow us everywhere. Like, comment, subscribe. You can follow Rudy on Instagram at... Alkaline.d All right. Alkaline.d and, and, you know, you can follow us everywhere where we are. Peace and love, Shout guys. Out Southwest Airlines. Shout out yeah. Southwest fucking Airlines, Shout baby. Southwest. We're coming for all the CEOs, baby. Please give my baby. guys. All right. All right, fellas. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Peace.